Yes, welcome back to Taskmaster, the People's Podcast. Good morning, Jack. You're very loud this morning. I'm just going to... I'm not going to put you on mute. That would be rude. <laughs> but I'm just going to turn you down a tad in my lug holes because, oh, do you know you boomed through then? I know. It was too exciting. I was too... I'm too... Jenny, I'm too excited because the new series is back. Oh, really. you're giddy with it. I am both sort of sensitive to loud noises and as deaf as a post. So bear with, um, we better paint a picture for the, the listeners. I am in my sister's house having a massive sweat because everything is difficult technically. Uh, and, and she sort of set me booby <laughs> traps. She kind of does this. I've already had a terrible cup of coffee and I suspect her coffee is out of date because she's like that. And uh, I'm doing this because they're building a new house next door to mine. And I have been very good about it and very patient because we did the same 15 years ago, so you can't complain. But it means I have to set up my sister's house. And so I'm here now. Oh. I'm here now. And I'm, I'm getting sane. Your, your sister sets you booby traps. I, well, it might be slight paranoia. Is she Alex Horn? <laughs> she would be a fiendish kind of sidekick to Alex, I'm just, actually. You, you found yourself in a new house where everything's different and you think there are yes. traps everywhere. It sort of feels yes. like you're doing Taskmaster again. <laughs> it is. I daren't open a cupboard door in case something jumps out at me. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, it's lovely to hear your voice, Jack, now that I've turned you down a little bit. Is this... You, uh, <laughs> now there's less yeah, of it. Yeah. Are you shouting because there's a lot of screaming from the babies? uh no i mean i i think i've probably lost the sense of of what is loud and what is quiet because of a lack of sleep mm. and and general sense yeah, around the house yeah. we had um five children over this yeah, weekend and it much. did sort of break everyone yeah, it's too much it's yeah. too much it's yeah. too much too, too, too many children i'm i'm feeling sort of broken even though i'm remote removed from that that's that's tired me out i might have to have a nap before we start just the thought of that <laughs> so listen we're not here to talk about children babies or anything domestic not even my sister and the booby traps we are here jack what are we here to talk about to talk about taskmaster and specifically we certainly are the new series of taskmaster which started very recently oh it's very exciting Series 16 has begun yes series 16 right now then where do you want to go first jack because you know that you're you are the expert and i will follow well i think we should do a little general you know general vibe chat and then i can get into some stats because i got some good stats about this episode okay. uh but i think first of all let's see let's see what did you think what do you think of the episode well can we start with costumes oh Absolutely. Yes, I was very much hoping that Julian was going to revert to his um, latex wearing days. I was sort of really <laughs> slightly disappointed that he looked like a grown up adult and not uh, yeah. some sex dungeon themed. So he was in a plaid. I would call that shirt a plaid. Yeah. Sort of lumberjacky. A little bit lumberjack, yes. Who's he trying to kid? Mm. And <laughs> Sam was in... Well, I just didn't know what Sam was wearing in the studio. He was all in grey. Yeah, he, he's, he's got a very... Because he's a very weird guy, and I love yeah. him. And I think he, he's he's one of the strangest people to ever be on the show, and it's fantastic. But his outfits are so... Like, he looks like a, a sort of a an intern accountant i would say it's, it's a funny look but <laughs> doesn't match it then at all. he has this real real sort of boyish charm to him so and then we're going to move on now to tiny little lucy now she's just in a little black tracksuit yeah well, the first time i saw her, i thought it was a boiler suit but tracksuit i don't know what do you think about tracksuits i don't mind but she could get away with anything <laughs> whenever i see lucy there's something very much alice mm. in wonderland down the rabbit hole interesting and if she had yes i know what dressed you mean. up as a rabbit i would i would have accepted it genuinely <laughs> 
actually this is a technical question uh, how much do you know about the theme before going in you don't you don't interesting because our theme was 60s and nobody really picked up yeah. that vibe until until the final episode where you all dress like um sergeant pepper which is yeah wonderful. we did pick it up but no um i dressed very much for comfort and style um, <laughs> but no, you don't, you don't know about the theme actually. And what is the theme this, yeah. this, have I? It's sort of, it's, it's sort of art deco, I'd say. That's right. It certainly is. Gosh, you really, how many times have you watched this new episode, Jack? Oh, over and over again since I got it. So, uh, I've, I know everything about okay. it. No, I've, I've watched it. I watched it. I watched it twice. I do. I do once for fun. It's yeah. second time for okay. stats, but also like you could, they've done a lot of, um, press stuff and they've done the, all the, all the sort of art deco stuff around that has been quite, that's fun. right. I think it looks yeah, it good. Does, it looks very classy. It looks very classy. Um, I'm going to, uh, Sue Perkins now. She's in a, she is in a boiler suit. It's a boiler suit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually quite similar to what Mel was wearing. Not to not to bring up the whole Mel and Sue thing. Maybe maybe she borrowed it. Maybe she phoned up Mel and said, <laughs> "Let's be twins." Um, no, uh, it's an efficient, uh, useful piece of kit. But Susan Wakoma is the only one that's adding a little bit of splash to this. Yeah, I'd say that's true. I'd say it, it's not not to not to do down the others, but Susan's is is wonderful. Yeah. I love it. I could look at it all day. It's it's a sparkly dungaree, and we we applaud Susan for her sparkly dungaree. But Jack, I'm going to ask you: Does it matter? Um, stats. Uh, looking, so we've done it before. Where we looked at the stats because people have obviously asked us before. It does matter. A boiler suits are apparently the one to go for oh, if you really? want to win. Boiler suits are you're more likely to win in a boiler suit, but that might be. That might be a mindset thing, as in because you're if you if you know the show, you know that you're gonna have to do a lot of running and so you don't want anything too bulky or anything too like Yeah, but I, I, to I get very sweaty in a boiler suit. You see, the thing is they often give you a boiler suit, so then you'd be boiler suit on top of boiler suit. Double boiler, a double suit. boiler suit, that's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't want a double boiler suit i think that's the you're right in recent series they do seem to be giving more boiler suits do you think because they're aware that people are wearing very nice and very like fancy clothes i do hope that one day in the studio at least julian does want treat us to uh, a throwback to his 80s uh wardrobe yeah, i do it is weird because i was i was thinking maybe he'd do something kind of exciting but then i also quite i quite like he's sort of the the elder statesman of the show and there's something quite like it even in the in the studio he seems quite like not not disengaged but quite like removed from it all he seems like oh well i suppose i suppose we could do this if you want i love it it's a great vibe he's he's retaining some dignity that's what he's doing he's retaining his yes. dignity which i lost you know almost immediately but julian is <laughs> hanging on he's <laughs> hanging on to his but do you think that's in vain well no i i just think that he is physically an elegant man there was one task it was the pushing of the duck mm -hmm. where he pushed that duck like a very graceful removal man yeah <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that is, I absolutely know what you mean. Yes, he did. He just had it. Sort of, it, it, it glid, it glid, it glid along the thing. It, was, it glid, it was and, until he finally gave it a boot. Yeah, I love yeah. the boot, and it looked. He looked so, and it looked very disappointed with himself and with the whole endeavor at yeah. that point. There were some great moments. So it's a, it's already, you know, to, it's sort of um, gelling up to be a lovely series. It really is. Now, tell tell me what your oh. what your first thoughts are, because you are the expert. Well, I I mean, there are lots of th interesting things about this episode as a first episode. I think this might be the first time we've ever seen the contestants meeting Alex in the room, like in the study. 
because Alex seemed to be going like, hello, Julian, and or like, oh, good to meet you, Sue. Uh, and I, we ne- that's never happened before. So I'm curious as to why that's happened. Mm. This is because your first task that was recorded wasn't the first one that was shown. It's a bit it? of a blur, Jack, but I shouldn't think so. No. <laughs> Because you're, you're, the first, I think the first one that was shown in your series was the um, the wedding dance one, which is wonderful, by the way. It's one of my favourite tasks. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Where I have to have a very ungainly bride I made, but so did everybody else. So it wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I, I'm not too sure about that. Maybe, maybe Alex was ill. Maybe he wasn't around for a first day. Maybe they just switched the recording things around. Maybe they did some solo tasks what? first. I don't know. I think usually what they do, it's just odd that they don't usually show the introductions and they sort of very quickly set up the idea of like the secret task so part of me wonders like i mean i'm fascinated by the secret task what do you think is going on with that i think that's amazing okay just fill me in because i watched this episode twice so how did i miss the secret task well well in um in at the top it was more just that alex goes um he says hello welcome to the show susan wakoma hello welcome to the show uh in the in the studio and um he then says to sam do you think anyone's going to find the secret task of the series and we and sam goes what and susan's like yeah i guess someone will find it not me though what is the secret task? What is going on? Or, I, I, right. Im- immediate, okay. immediate intrigue. Okay, so there is a secret task, but it, it doesn't necessarily have to have been revealed in episode one. They might make us all wait. I think I think they are going to make us wait. I was waiting for the end of the episode to be like, and then the secret task, and nothing. Nothing, Jenny. I don't know what's going on. Do you think on. it's going to be Very one of those sly ones where only one person gets to do something? I assume if there is a secret task, I assume that... Everybody it, could find it. There must be an advantage to finding okay. it. Okay. Yeah, there must be an advantage to finding it, and maybe only one person will find it, or maybe no one will find it, and it'll be a massive like they'll get to the end of the series and be like, "There we go, no one found the secret task. Good night." Yeah, they can roll maybe. it on. They can roll know. it on to series seventeen. Who knows? Like in uh, like in Pointless, when the, the jackpot just gets, <laughs> just keeps getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> oh, you! I mean, you've got eyes like a hawk and ears like a bat, Jack. I mean, I was I was watching. Yeah. I, I mean, I watched it two or three times, but that didn't really register with me i was just making notes about clothes i'm really sorry everybody already i'm failing in my task no you're not it's 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 more just that because there's a certain routine with watching these episodes whenever there's something slightly off i'm like mm, what's what's going on here uh, mm, i see what's happening? Yeah, it's that pricks so, your yeah. antennae and my antennae are still quite blunt we'll 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 sharpen those antennae don't <laughs> worry about it uh, <laughs> And it was also, this is the earliest there's ever been a um, a team task. We've got the teams already. Yeah, That's quite fun. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 what I loved about that, and I think everyone will have picked up on this, is how very different the reactions to the team choices were. <laughs> I mean, team two oh my God. Were, couldn't have been, were overjoyed. It was like some long lost reunion. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like they just found out they had some relative in common and it was just joyful. <laughs> but... Team three was orcs, wasn't it? it was- oh my god, team three was one of the weirdest, <laughs> one of the weirdest things. Like, so I think there, it's always a little bit awkward the the team introductions. I think your introduction in your series was wonderful, by the way. When you sort of you're holding a potato and Kyle comes in and you're like, "Would you like to hold the potato?" That's just a wonderful way to set everything just up. Sharing, That's sharing um, my veg. <laughs> <laughs> sharing your your veg with everyone and anyone I, absolutely and frankie obviously frankie and ivo was very weird but this i think was a new was a new level of weird well frankie thought that ivo was a delivery boy 
<laughs> but that was the vibe. That, I felt like that was the vibe here when, like, when Sam's on stage, he sort of looks over and sees Julian. He just goes, "Hello, what's yeah? What are you? What's going on here?" And then, like, Lucy, when Lucy turns up as well, and they're like, "Lucy's part of your team as well," and Sam just kind of goes, "Oh, great, yeah, good, yeah. cool." You're like, "What is I, happening? I, I Do they know they're in this show?" <laughs> but it was it was kind of great because it was such a wonderful contrast to the the you know the theatrical mm. huggy um, sort of. It, it, I mean, it sort of makes me think that they'll that that team will be very enthusiastic, and that I mean, it, it sort of was born out in the task where the the Susans uh, just attached each other, like just did, did things without really thinking about, and the the other team, while incredibly awkward, you know, Sam came up with a, a genius. Yeah, that I was never Sam's that. idea. That was all thanks to Sam, yeah. and I think they were all quite relieved because there was some sort of emotional and physical awkwardness between the three. It was, a, it was an yeah. ideal solution that there, there there was no real touching going on. You know, it was <laughs> yeah, they, they, they didn't have but to. But then get maybe into, that would have broken the oh, ice. No, no I'm, I, I want that ice to stay. I think it makes for a wonderful <laughs> dynamic. I think if they can keep that awkwardness throughout the whole series, it'll be great. I don't think they will be able to, but. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting journey, as they say, to watch. Very much so, because they're all so very different. It, it's, I, yeah, I love it. I think I already, as you say, I think it's already, start, it's already, I mean, we say this every time, but like, it's already set up to be a very exciting yeah. series. And very interesting um, as well. Very interesting, because Sam's brain works in such a, well, my brain just doesn't work along those lines at all. Again, I feel like I've underestimated Sam. I feel like I, I thought, I thought he was going to be a sort of John Kearns, right. like, like not sort of not like like having fun and being enthusiastic and good, but also like having quick uh, dramatic breakdowns. <laughs> Whereas I feel like Sam's like he's on it. He knows what's going on. That hair thing is genius, and it, it's borne out by the stats. Sam won the first episode um, by twenty one points. That is. The second highest opening episode score ever. He didn't win Jenny. by twenty-one points. He scored twenty-one. No, no, sorry, points. sorry. He 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 scored. He scored twenty-one. That would be a dramatically bad episode. I've got to watch you. You got You got because you know no, you're not entirely trustworthy. I don't think that's true. We're gonna we're gonna we'll get, get onto, onto that. that. We're gonna get onto later that. on. Okay, so as you say, Sam triumphed in this first episode. There were some great, some great tasks. I thought the opening task, uh, I mean, the, the prize task was, uh, I mean, Julian's was far and away the best, I do think. It was, it was bad. It was the best. I liked Pinocchio from Sam again, though. Very weird. Set, set the tone. The, 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 the reverse Pinocchio was weird. But I think Julian sort of set himself up here as being like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what you're going to get with Julian. Yeah. You're going to get some, some bums. You're going to get quite a yes, lot of bum, perfect. but a big stylish bum. It's stylish bum. Oh, really yeah, yeah. stylish yeah. bum. I wouldn't I wouldn't be shy of putting that bum in my living room no, at all. No, it's good bum. Beautiful. Um, it's a very yeah, good Yeah, and I did like Sue's sto- Sue, Sue story about the, the chimp, the painting chimp. And I think the points reflected that. I think the points were well distributed. I, I do as well, because I, I couldn't make head nor tail of the boxer at all. The boxer story i was i was baffled and confused and i i think you could only give it one point because i was what is like it got into bed with her i don't understand i'm not even going to go no, back to no, it Jenny. I, know, I, don't understand. I know and then susan's was more shell than wood um and i think she yeah, knew as and, soon as it came up i think her heart sank. i i love 
She's so lovely. I love her. She's so lovely, isn't she? Yeah, I sort of worry for her in the prize task because it's it's difficult. I think it's difficult. As you say, you were very good in the studio. I think if you're not a stand-up, I'm always a little bit like, are you going to be okay presenting this task and like trying to sell it? But she's just got such a a lovely energy that I think it really... Likeability. Likeability will score points, I think. Uh, uh, You know... (laughs) just try and be nice and even, if, even if it doesn't good, score points just yeah. try and be nice just try and be nice and that's and that's susan all over being very nice it's great um i i love the first film task i thought that oh, was wasn't devious that, and horrible i thought and wonderful. that was spectacular actually i thought that was such a a very quick intro into the whole if you hadn't watched taskmaster before that was a great intro it's perfect. task because you know it, it, it made noises. It was visually funny. It was it was everything. It ticked every box, and it wasn't too long. What would you have done? I'm I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Like, what would your attitude have been? Because I think I would have done exactly what Susan and Lucy did. Blundering. And I'm worried about just that. Just gone blundering. In. Bl- just just blunt. Well, because because they say you've only got this amount yeah. of time to build the to build a tower, so you are just like okay, bum bum bum, let's go. I would just destroy everything. Yeah. Surely, I, but I, I oh. have you have no idea until you're actually in that situation. I think it really depends on how you enter the room, almost which foot you you enter the room on and whether you're sort of, I don't, it's just, there's a, a, a sort of, Julian was, I said, again, it was, it was his gracefulness that saved him. Mm. And Sam, so I thought that Sam possibly has watched more episodes of Taskmaster than some of the others. What do you think? I think he's definitely... He's definitely cannier, I would say. No, that's not a pun. That's not a pun. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's the second can pun of the Taskmaster episode one series. I mean, Alex did a terrible it, one. It was such a terrible way to start the series, and it really made me laugh. Yeah, so funny. Wonderful. Like, I, I, think, I think you're right. I think he, not, he didn't know, obviously, what was going to happen, but he knew that there was going to be a trick, yeah. so he knew to be careful. He trod carefully. I mean, yeah. Julian, Julian was very elegant, and he was very clever with it. I th- I feel like he got not he didn't get lucky but like I think his very slow considered yeah. movements were the things that saved yeah. him whereas I think yeah I mean obviously everyone else It's how panicky you feel as well I mean I immediately I go into that yeah. room I start to feel panicky and a bit sort of faint because it's very plastic uh, and sweaty so you know it just adds to the hysteria so i'd have just gone blundering in and knocked them all out over and then you know it would have been calm i think i would have as well and i'm just thinking about it again i think the other thing that was very clever was they made them put the blindfold on in the study yeah. so you have to walk down that corridor blind and i think that probably makes you more frustrated and you're more like oh when am i going to get there or surely it's here so that you sort of if you were just outside the lab and it was like go into yeah. the lab you would very carefully go yeah. in you're but, disorientated like, think before you contrib- get there and i think yeah. you're also like well this, i you know i must be there now so come on where is it i gotta get i've gotta get building and that <laughs> that makes you do i i was also oh, i was fascinated by sue because i was really thought i thought they, they've left her last she's probably <laughs> absolutely nailed this and Good yeah. lord! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was it was a mess in her own lap. It was it was that was not Sue. That was not Sue because Sue, as we saw later on with the duck task, yeah. Um, you know, if she's got time to think and prep and look, and uh, you know, she she can plan something. Yeah, but she did. She could not plan that. That I think that's a good. I think that's sort of a a good indication of. It feels like it's a good indication of what's going to happen with Sue. Like she will think yeah. these things through, but equally, if she's under a time pressure, she's going to 
I mean, that was a it was a remarkable disaster. It's the first time I think yeah, I've seen great. arguably <laughs> more humiliating at like after the task has ended because she's just there talking to no one. <laughs> oh god, so funny! But she looks so like funny. she's having a way of the time. Oh, I yeah. mean, the, what's great? I mean, all every time, every episode of you know, it doesn't matter which nationality. Um, you know, nobody ever watches a task back. And then is so humiliated or upset that they sort of storm off the set yeah. and, won't, and have to be coaxed back with biscuits or something. <laughs> I don't think that has ever happened. That would be a stat. Jack. <laughs> has anybody ever stormed off? Um, I think no one stormed off, but I think John Richardson has, I don't know if he actually did leave, but he said, I can't watch this. I <laughs> to leave. I think he had to. He, he he tried to leave, and they were like, "No, you have to sit and watch." She was like, "Oh yeah, God!" Yeah. So I think that has happened before. But I do, yeah. There's something. Okay. I think I, I, you know, I think you said it in the in the first episode. There's, it's it's such a weird situation to find yourself in, and it's sort of like you're being it's you're being invited to be. Uh, yeah, you, you're given you're license. Together. Yeah. You're given absolute license to behave like an absolute idiot. Yeah, and there's no judgment. That's that's the skill. Is Absolutely. That there, there is there, there, you know you have already fallen from grace you can't fall anywhere so you might as well <laughs> this just is... enjoy having landed on the floor in whatever heap you're in the furthest you can possibly <laughs> fall <laughs> so do you want some episode stats about this episode i very much would i very much would Jeff. uh so only Chris Ramsey has scored higher in their first episode than Sam scored uh, in this first Ooh. episode. He scored Chris okay. Ramsey scored twenty three. Sam scored twenty one. Al Murray also. Chris scored Ramsey 21. didn't go on to win though, did he? Neither Jack? did Al Murray. So this might not be a good indication. Um, it's okay. about it's okay. about fifty fifty people who win their first episode going on to win um, the the whole series. So May won the first right. episode. Uh, but Sarah Millican won the first episode in series 14. So it's sort of, and Chris Ramsey won the first episode in series 13. So Got you. it's a little, it's not, you know, it's, it's not, nothing is set in stone, I would say. Um, yeah, but Sam is the one to watch. Sam is the one to watch, point. I would say. Uh, this is only the third time in the history of the show that there has not been a subjective task in the first episode. So there has been no creative task in the first episode. So it's a little bit hard to gauge mm. as to as to whether... Because Sam may not be good at creative tasks. I suspect he will be because he's very weird. And he seems to have gotten uh, okay. Greg's funny bone quite well. But um, I, I, it, it's still interesting because usually you can sort of be like, okay, we've got a broad range. We know that this person is very smart or this person thinks well under pressure. This person does a good creative thing. Here we don't have that. We haven't had any subjective tasks. So who can say? Who can say at this point? Okay, we can move on. Any more stats? Um, well, Julian was on 19 uh, points uh, this week, did very well. Very decent first episode. That's actually the same score that May got last series in the first episode. And obviously, oh. May went on to win the whole series and did very well. Um, like May last year, he scored very well in four out of five tasks, but got disqualified in the other one, the giant duck task. Um, if Julian had managed to not touch the beak, he would have scored yeah. four points in that task, and therefore he would have won the episode. But also, he would have. It would have been the best ever first episode ever. 
uh, alongside Chris. Oh, Ramsey. I think Julian's one to watch. I think he might be very good at the prize task as well. Well, he is very good at that. I mean, obviously, he's he's done well to start with so far. Yes, th- yes. That... We'll watch. Oh well, we'll all be watching anyway. But uh, we, so we should... we're watching Sam. We're watching. <laughs> we're watching all of them. We really, should. We should probably watch all of them. Yeah, we should. We should just <laughs> stick on one or two. But um, the other thing that's interesting is you say he's good at prize tasks, but that isn't necessarily a good indication of who is going to win the series because only two oh. contestants have been the best at prize task in their series and also won their series. And who are these freaks? Uh, Kerry Godleman in her series, won Series oh, 7. I love Kerry. Yeah. And Darrow Breen was also best at prize task. But tasks. wasn't he best at everything? <laughs> the man's a ridiculous freak of nature. Uh, he's a genius. Yeah. So obviously he's going to be great at Taskmaster as well. But it's just to say that Julian is doing well in the prize task, but sometimes you don't want to be the best at prize task, Jenny. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. Well, I certainly wasn't, and I still landed up in the middle. So, okay, this is all <laughs> fascinating, Jack. Anything else that you've noticed? Um, well, Susan obviously came third, and it wasn't a great episode, but uh, she got a score 14 points, which isn't great. It's 2.8 points per task. But she, like Sue... Uh, was unfairly hit by the well, not unfairly, but was obviously she. They lost the team task that uh, the Susans, but also I think mm. the live task was quite unfair this week. I don't know what you thought about the live task, um, but it was. I'm just going to go back to the team task because uh, quite a lot of uh, the listeners, I think, one of the things that they um, often write in about is. Is it fair to have a team of three and a, a team of two? Well, that, does that ever have any bearing? That on that leads the me on to my my bigger stats point of the week. In fact, because there was someone specifically who asked this question to uh, like when we because we put out the the uh, the email saying would anyone like to talk about Taskmaster and have any stats? Someone on Twitter did actually say Paul Rogers on Twitter said exactly what you said, uh, feeling as if the team of two is disadvantaged compared to the team of three. Um, I mean, Paul. I think that depends who you've got on your team of three, to be quite honest. (laughs) I was going to say, I mean, I thought that as well. You know, obviously, three people better than two people, you'd think. It's not true at all. It's much better to be on the team of two. The team that scores the most points across the series is usually the team of two. The team of two um, going across the whole whole series, uh, only six times in the previous 15 series has the team of three outscored the team of two. That's very interesting. And I think that answers a lot of people's queries over the 3-2 ratio. It, well, because it, it also, I mean, it comes down to, I think someone else then replied being like, I don't think that's true because I think team of threes uh, are, are more prone to collapse. Uh, and I think they're absolutely right in that because... Team of threes, like, obviously, I think one of the things about Taskmaster is you kind of have to make a decision and stick with it. And it's useful to have two yeah. extra people, but it's also harder because if you're like, we should do this. No, we should do this. No, we should do this. Like, yeah. you're being pulled in multiple different directions. Especially at the beginning, at the beginning of the record, when everyone's still being polite. Yeah. And you're all pretending to listen to each other and you're thinking, well, I'll just shut up for a moment and, and see what they've got to say, even though they're wrong. <laughs> um, I mean, that. <laughs> I think Ivo fell foul of that a few times with Frankie because he was too polite to say to frankie you don't know what you're fucking talking about this is your insane man let's do it my way i think that absolutely um, happened so- it's uh, the, as 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 frankie says co-pilot syndrome um like <laughs> it's definitely that where he was he was he uh, there's a bit where where what ivo said um frankie i really respect you as a person i really respect you as a comedian but i think we yeah. have to do something different and you're like oh bless you ivo <laughs> poor poor ivo just one one thing that i want to ask you jack mm-hmm. um in the second task which was i think it was the second or third task it was the duck one the yeah the, the, the yeah that was the third one yeah the um 
Why didn't any of them deflate the duck? I would have just taken too long. I wanted to know this as well. I think it probably would have taken too long because also if they were in the house or something like that, I think they would have known where to get something like that. I I think Susan did a great job of just maneuvering around the ducks and it was a lot quicker. So I think there was a time pressure there that kind of hurt. I really thought someone was going to deflate the duck and then just grab it and take it take it to the you needed to find a stabby thing yeah you You needed i wondered whether you know one of the flamingos would have been sharp enough to stab (laughs) the duck because i was watching a new zealand one i've really tried to do my homework i have been on tour jack no you don't it's amazing i watched new zealand one and they had to throw a you know those big gym balls yes a swiss ball yeah balance on swiss ball they had to throw one of those off a jetty into a kayak and I think the most successful person in that deflated the yep. Swiss ball. But they, they're they easy to deflate. And I know this for a fact because I sat at one in this very house with my sister's in the garden. It must have got sort of rolled over on a piece of gravel because it just immediately, my arse hit the floor <laughs> within seconds. I think I think your, your sister is Alex Horn. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a massive yellow duck in her garden. But I think it would have taken, yeah, it could have I taken think it, half an hour. It's one of those things where you'd have been like, aha, and, and everyone would have, in the studio audience would have applauded, and then it would have taken so long to, to go down that everyone would be like, oh, no. Absolutely, yeah. Well, so so someone else had an interesting question about this. So they were saying, like, I think the teams of three are more prone to collapse. And they were saying, I don't really have any, like, points way of working this out because anarchy you know how do you how do you judge for anarchy what i did do was work out how many times the team of three across the whole series has scored zero points or been disqualified versus the team of two and the team of three right. uh gets disqualified across the whole series um 15 times they get disqualified or score zero points the team of two that only happens seven times so teams of three are more prone to uh catastrophic uh, collapses or mistakes. your risk is higher yeah because you've got you've got to rely on three people exactly and i think what's what's interesting about your series was it was very much against type like i think people people forget because they because you're and also and well obviously this episode that we just watched now um the team of two did worse than the team of three but i think people forget because your series was such an outlier where the team of three won did really really well together you worked really well as a team and the team of two had a terrible time but like two of the two of the disqualification tasks for the team of two happened in the last series so if if it wasn't for the last series it would be 15 disqualifications for the team of three and five disqualifications for the team of two so it's like it's basically it's to say Teams of two, easier to manage. You can get more stuff done. I think teams of three tend to be more accident prone. Uh, the way we managed was just to do what May told us. To do. I mean, that's a good tactic. That was the best. That's thing. a very good tactic, I would say. <laughs> Learn that quite quickly. It's, it's basically shut up, listen to May, and do what they say. Yeah. I, look, I have no problem with that idea. Listen to the boss. Listen to the boss. You, there is obviously a boss. Listen to the boss. The trouble with comics is they all we all think we are the boss. But then you guys seem to very quickly accept May's position. So. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. It became pretty obvious. Let's face it. <laughs> anyway, um, is that it for stats, Jeff? This is my last thing. Uh, Sue and Lucy came bottom of the uh, episode together. I think that is deceptive. Lucy, Lucy is in a much worse position than it looks. Is what I would say because um, Sue's, Sue was <laughs> Sue was hit badly by the team task and the live task, which I think unfairly punished her. 
uh, if you take those away, oh yeah, she was tricked. She was, tr- she she was, was tricked, tricked with and, the and the and the and the difficulty ramped up after only after her, which I think is why that the the points ha- fell the way they fell. If Lucy, basically, if you go yeah. on solo uh, tasks, um, solo film tasks, Lucy scored just two episode, uh, two points out of um, ten. <laughs> So and last week was it last week or right at the beginning? You and I thought Lucy was a dead cert for the winner. I know. So <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be uh, going to be taking home any big bucks with our bet. I would say I'm very sorry, very sorry. But I'm, it's still going to be fascinating watching watching whatever she does. I mean, she has come out, out with some of the most wonderful sort of nonsense. Is it a non sequitur when somebody talks nonsense, but it sounds right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. That's about right, isn't it? Uh, okay well speaking yeah. of non-secretors um it's time for goofs and bloops i i have to begin with the first uh goof and bloop okay there is a big goof and bloop and i need to apologize for Go it on, then. uh two weeks yeah. ago I started this podcast by saying that I discovered you were the worst uh, at solo film tasks in the entirety yeah. of, yeah. of Taskmaster. Um, yeah. In the result of doing the stat... What kind of start was that? What kind of a welcome was that I, to you, look, you co-host? I, and I, basically, I, I said at the time, you know, I can't help where the stats fall. I can't help that. Turns out that I could help where the stats fall and i hadn't done the stats correctly it turns out that i had double counted your um you know when you got 10 points for um in in this in a in a team task in the live task you you got you got 10 points yeah um i had counted that twice right. against you uh so it meant that your solo film task was artificially low why would you do I, that I, why would you do that? that? Why, would you do that? <laughs> why, why would you score me down? I, why, what I, have you got against me? I've got nothing against What's you. What are you trying to say, Jack? Spit it out. <laughs> Spit it out. Grovel, lad. Grovel. What I'm trying to say is you are not the worst at film solo tasks. And I am so, so sorry for ever saying you were. Oh, that's music to my ears. You are only the sixth worst. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that okay. Uh, just I want I want the list of the people who are even worse than me. Okay, let me. I think I did. Ha- did I name and shame? Name and shame. I know that we've got uh, David Baddiel is there. Uh, hang on, I'll get the. Oh well, we've yeah. got. Yeah, I mean that shouldn't have been surprising. I, to be honest, alarm bells should have gone off when David Baddiel wasn't below you. I'd but say. you know, I, I'm very. I, I'm quite a sort of. You know, it's easy for me to turn against myself. So when you when you said you're the worst, I thought, yeah, I can, I can quite. I can believe. <laughs> How that. dare I though? Yeah. How dare I in, like inspire that level of <laughs> yeah, of self loathing? Exactly. Self-loathing. So yeah. the, the people who are worse than you. <laughs> Ah, and we can look. We can make this a prize, and it may be that obviously by the end of the series that everything everything changes and that the same thing happens, and, we, and there'll be, even, there'll be nice. even more people below you. Um, Catherine Parkinson, David Baddiel, Bless Joe him. Wilkinson, Bless and him. Doc Brown. Ah, they are actually. I swear, oh, to, oh. sorry. Okay, you're you're fifth. You're the fifth worst. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> fifth, fifth worst. You keep getting this wrong, Jack. I'm, I'm sort of losing faith slightly. It's I'm, it's I'm the, sixth, and I've gone down again. Okay, it's the currently it's it's the, it's currently nice Lucy is also time. below you, but I think that may change because well, it may not change, but it, it, the sample <laughs> the sample size is very small. Um, but yes, you okay, you scored okay, right. Well, we'll be. I'll be. I'll be totting up some of these scores, Jack, because now now that I know that. 
you know, you, you put me down right at the bottom of the bottom league there. I'm going to be keeping my I, eye sh- on this lot to see if anybody scores worse. You should. I mean, really, like, I, I've, I've had it easy for too long, basically. People need to be checking up on me with my stats. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to encourage the listeners <laughs> to just do, do some sleuthing of their own. Just check him just out. Just do your own research, do, guys. Do a double check on Do him. your yeah, own yeah, research. Yeah. Um, and if, if he does more than three, we'll sack him and you can do the show instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got one strike against me. Okay, that's fine. I can deal with that. Yeah. Um, and we also have an email this week from Tim in the US, whose subject line is Great Pod, which is a lovely, lovely subject oh, line. Oh, that's nice. Yes. It says, uh, Jenny and Jack. This is the only podcast that I listen to every episode of. It's simply the best. Oh, it's really nice. He's right. I've got another podcast, though, which is ever so good, but your mum might like it. <laughs> okay, go on. Um, so, uh, Jack, if you keep doing what you do, they can put any of the Taskmaster comedians with you and it'll go great. Oh, oh that's very sweet. Oh, all uh, right. Je- Jenny, but, 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 but they shouldn't because because <laughs> they've got Jenny and she's amazing. What am I doing? This is another goof. Um, Jenny is a, yeah. But he, he, on very thin very ice. Thin he said, "I've got the email in front of me because I'm sharing the same thing here." And it says Jenny is a really fun pick. I was well, getting to when, that. When anyone describes me as really fun, I just think, "Oh, you haven't actually met me. You haven't <laughs> you haven't spent more than twenty minutes with me." I can be fun for twenty minutes and then I usually turn. Uh, but it's very kind, Tim. Thank so you. So this is an interesting. Uh... <laughs> ticking time bomb we've got here i like it um the sweetest most wholesome bit in taskmaster was watching jenny with the conveyor belt which is ironic seeing how she dropped an f-bomb before even saying her name in the first podcast episode (laughs) yeah i was having Um, fun fun fucking fun on that (laughs) conveyor belt that's what i was having uh if i'm not mistaken jenny was who jack selected to be the winner as he ran the stats before the series i wrote him with that idea yeah you fool i I backed you i backed you jenny i backed the right horse it's kind it's kind but misguided um oh yes and we had that was when we basically if i got the the lineup absolutely right uh i would have lou was going to give me a dead horse she said um that's right that's right i heard that episode but she said she didn't want to kill the horse herself (laughs) (laughs) something which is was rather sweet i thought oh she's such a sweet girl she's not a horse killer (laughs) um yeah but but you were wrong, so you I didn't, didn't get, get a the horse. gift it's of, very a, sad. of a deceased pony. Um, yes. Okay, okay. That's nice from Tim, then. Uh, and we've got another one from Whitney in Mississippi. Well, you'll have to read this because the font's too okay. small for me. Hello, both. Big fan of the pod. First, I just wanted to make sure that Jack knew that here in the US, statistics related to baseball are such a big deal they have a name. Cybermetrics. Uh, when they're taken very seriously, even when they seem silly. They're featured in the movie Moneyball. But most importantly, a baseball commentator on YouTube who goes by John Boy occasionally does a segment called Stats That Exist But Do Not Matter about things like do the St. Louis Cardinals play better when they're wearing baby blue uniforms? It's almost as delightful as Jack's endless statistics about the effect of hats, socks, and leaving the front door open for outdoor tasks. Oh, she says, I'm expecting the last two to feature at any moment. I guess they'll have to now. Um, That's a very good question. That's... Whitney's been watching, she's been watching properly, yeah. hasn't she? She knows what she's talking I, I about. I never... And I did not know that about the, the stats and the... Uh, well, my hope is that I can, um, someone at some point who's about to go on the show will employ me to like help them like navigate their way through Taskmaster and also to be able to be like, okay, you want to target this? You, this is what you want to wear. This is the age you want to be. Like, and 
You want to be a consultant. I want to be, you want to be a, a taskmaster I want to be consultant. A, a, private consultant. A contestant consultant, yeah. really, is what I want. Yes. So when they get the call, they phone you up and say, Jack, come yeah, round my I house. Will just do, yeah. I'm going to discuss yeah, what I should be wearing. But you can't change certain things that are statistically good for contestants. You can't t- uh, change their date of mm. birth and star sign. You can't change their height. You can't change lots of things. There's only a few things you can actually influence. Well, so I don't. I mean, I do get all my information. I, I do get all my information off of Wikipedia. So you could just alter that on the internet, and then maybe you'd win. I think that's cheating, Jack, and I'm I'm disappointed. Oh no! Really. Not, okay, so I've had two had two goofs and a disappointment. I'm a, I'm real I'm in real trouble. Oh, disappointed. Um, yeah. Yeah, a bit like Lucy. You know what she said to Sue? She was disappointed. She said she felt angry and sad when Sue moved the goalposts and the duck oh. challenge. I thought that was, <laughs> that was so, The idea that she hasn't, yeah, she hasn't been doing any of that with this. Oh, she's, it's so she's, funny. She hasn't done any of that, yeah. Which I, so I'm, I'm really excited to, to, to watch her not do any trickery. I'm, I'm so excited and also devastated for both of our picks <laughs> for how we thought it was going to go. Um, but yeah, Whitney, yeah, yeah, Whitney goes on to say i've watched almost all of the international versions and enjoy them very much though the uk one of course remains my favorite my gut instinct is that greg is the strictest taskmaster it seems like other countries tms are less likely to disqualify anyone completely even if they don't complete the task and more likely to give out the same points to everyone is this just me being biased or does greg really give out fewer points than his international counterparts thank you all for the podcast it brings me a lot of joy whitney um, well, do you have the definitive answer for I, that? I then? don't have the definitive answer because I'm I don't have the um, I don't have a lot of international stats about the whole thing. Uh, but I do. Well, you better get on them. You better get on I, them, I mean, Jack. I would. You've got a week to answer this. I, just, I think there's someone who's already because I'm not. I I pride myself on being on the UK expert and occasional interest okay, in New Zealand. Okay. There's someone on the internet. I think it's okay. Taskmaster. I'm. I always get their names wrong. Taskmaster.info, I think. Yeah. Taskmaster.info have all the stats that you could possibly want from the international versions. And I think they worked out that Greg is about middling. There are harsher Taskmaster people. Yeah. What did you think when you were when you were on the show? Were you thinking Greg's all Greg's hard to please? Well, you know, well, you know I have the theory about Greg. Of course, of course, of course. And I ever so slightly in love with that. He had to mask that sometimes by treating me quite quite cruelly. Truly, um, yeah. Had to neg you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, no, I, to be honest, I, I didn't really take much notice of the scores. I was, I was mostly wheezing with laughter and on the verge of fainting <laughs> in the studio because I, I, I found the whole thing so hilarious that uh, the, the, the scores were totally irrelevant, to be quite honest. And then at the end of each episode, when I realised I hadn't won, I was a bit disappointed. But, you know, um, <laughs> no, that's interesting. I, I've, I've seen a few of the New Zealand ones, mm. and it's a, it's a really interesting dynamic, the taskmaster and the assistant. Um, but it's not the it's same. Not, yeah. It's not the same. Jeremy is very suave and good looking. I'm not saying Greg isn't because he's a hunk of a gorgeous thing, but he's not that suave. You know, Jeremy takes his clothes yeah, off. Yeah, Jeremy. There's, there's quite a few shots of Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's the second sit, Laura Daniels found a lot of photos of Jeremy completely naked, which is <laughs> like, imagine a, well, I was going to say, imagine a similar thing happening in the show. Rod Gilbert obviously did the similar thing for, for Greg 
So we have seen a lot of Greg being naked as well, but it's not quite the same. It's not quite the same at all. I do. I know. Yeah, but it, it's better because there's more of him. There's more of him. <laughs> Look, there's more. You get more bang for your buck. That's what they say, isn't it? You get more on your plate with Greg. You get what you want is a load of naked Greg with some gravy on him and a load of potatoes. Marvelous. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I think there's, there's no other way to, to end that sentence apart from how you did just there. So let's, let's leave it there, I'd say. We are now saying goodbye are now to saying our listeners, goodbye. are we not, Jack? We are. And thank you also to Tim in the US, to Whitney from Mississippi. And if you have a burning question for the Andes or a stat or a floop or bloop or a goof, uh, then you know where to write. It's fans at taskmaster.tv. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Bye! Bye!